0: Okay, let's get into Parsha's Matos Maseh for this year Tavshinayin Gimel, the only double Parsha here in the uh, summer of um, Tavshinayin and Gimel. And we finish up Chazak Chazak on Sefer Bamidbar. Okay, Parsha's Matos Maseh, a number of uh, special items that we have on the agenda for tonight. We start off with the beginning of the Parsha, the Parsha of Nedarim. So the beginning of Parsha's Matos starts off, I Daber Moshe Rachei HaMatos. Moshe tells the matos, tells the, the heads of the shvatim, Zeh Davar Hashem. This is the item. Zehadavar, Davar, Rashi quotes the uniqueness of Moshe Rabbeinu. We discussed a number of years ago, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky's comment on that pasik, the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and other Nevi'im. But as we continue in this year, Ishki der Neder Lashem, person makes a Neder, oh he Allah sorry, Saranav Show, lo Yachel dvaro. He's not allowed to be mechalel to desecrate his words, not to fulfill his words. Kechal hayotse mipiv yaaseh. Everything that comes out of his mouth, he must fulfill. And it goes into the details of the uh, Isha Hashem, a woman, her husband, her father, has rights to be able to nullify the Nether the Chulu. But we're going to focus on a chazal based on Pasagimmel. Gimel says, Lo Yachel Dvaro, he is not allowed to be Machalel his words. He is not allowed to make his words. Um not serious and not sanctified. Lo yachel, Chazal say lo yachel dvaro. He cannot be Machalel, his words. Aval acherim machalal dvaro. But others can. For example, a chacham, a chacham. He goes to a chacham, and one can do hataras nedarim. There is hafaras nedarim also by a father, by a husband, but hataras nedarim by a by a chacham. That's what we darshen from lo yachel dvaro. But others can be machalal. Says the klayakar, beginning of our parsha. What's the message? The message of Achacham is able to do it, even though I am not able to do it. The Klayakar, and expanded upon by the Darki Muser. We'll start with the Klayakar, source number one. Tam Hedyotos what is the reason for the heter of a yachin mumche, or three hediotos, a bezdin, min hafaras ha'ava it's from the parallel between a father slash husband's heter. Why is a father slash husband able to be Mayfair, the Nidaram of the daughter or of the wife? Why do they have the power? Because halachically, the daughter slash wife are in the Rishus. And the responsibility of the father and the husband. And the husband and the father have to take care of the wife and the daughter. And have to make sure that they are, they are taken care of in all areas. And they, the, the wife and the daughter are bishus, the father. And halachically, the daughter or the wife cannot do anything without the haskama of the one whose Rashus she is in. Vidoma, and therefore it's as if all of her actions are Altsni that my father, my husband will agree. Fidoma ki Lu Hisnubishanader, Amnashi Eskimo abaloav Baloav, Ukusheinemaskim, and when they are not Maskim, Lamafreya, then that nether is Ishutar. Says the Klayokar, you know what the parallel is? We are all in the Rashus of the Rabbanan and the Rabbanon, the Gdole HaTorah, the Gdole HaMesorah, all of our actions are al that it fits in with what Chazal tell us. everything that the Bezdin tells me to do. it's as if, I was masked explicitly. I explicitly made a condition that it's, and if they're not masked, then the net there is, that's the parallel, that's the message. Just like there's a rashus issue when it comes to a ba'al vi'isha and an avobito, there is a rashus issue when it comes to a, comes to a, comes to a Jew in the reshus of the Rabbanon as well. If you look in the Dakey Musar, he quotes the Kleyakar, and he also says at the beginning for, of source number 2, The great koach of the rabbis, not just financial power, which we know from Choshe Mishpat, the principle of Hefger, Besdin Hefger, that they can <coughs> make ownerless my property, and maybe even give it to someone else. Ela filu binyani yisurim, but in other areas as well, like Nidarim. They could be mavatel, they can nullify uh, regarding the, in the world of yisurim. Skip down, then he quotes the Klayakar, and he says on line 13, Ratzon ha Torahu, the Torah desires and wants. You know what this, this halacha teaches us? The connections that we have with our rabbayim. And our Ba'alei HaMesorah. And V'tieh and Emunas Chachamim. We have to have munah. We do not believe in rabbinic infallibility. We believe that everybody makes mistakes. Even rabbis make mistakes. But our Rebbeim, we're not supposed to attribute mistakes to them if there are no mistakes there. And we have to realize that there's a concept of Mesorah and being Meshubit to the Mesorah. Says the Darki musar the Ratzon of the Torah, is that we have to be connected to our Rebbeim. And our leaders, Shim Lo if they don't agree to a decision that I made, they should have the power to be able to be mavatul that I should go and if I made a decision and I go speak to my Rebbe and my Rebbe thinks it might not be the best decision, I have to be ready to possibly modify, to change. Based on what the Torah says, and I assume that my Rebbe is telling me what the Torah says. If you look in the 6th parak of Perkiyavos, one of the 48 mailas the Torah is nicknamed with is right, We shouldn't just rely on our own logic. Like the Torah says, like it says later on in Parsha Shoftim, do not turn yemin even if I think that I'm saying something more logical than my rebayim but if they are rebayim that have gone through the. <laughs> Amelus and you're at Shemayim, as Ramosha Moshe Feinstein describes in his Hakdama to Igris Moshe, and they have achieved the status of being a Rebbe, being one of the Bali Hamasorah. So then I have to trust them. I have to trust them. And I have to see if the Ruach Hachamim is Nocha in what I am, what I am doing. That's the message of Hafaris, Hataras Adarim of a Rav that all my actions have to be in consonance and connected with. Myra Rebbeim's actions. He even says, this is even outside of Torah. Obviously, if there are experts, if I, have a, if I have a financial issue, a medical issue, or this or that, I have to also involve the experts in that field. But, I always have to have a Torah viewpoint as well and to know if there are halachic issues involved. And that's why he says, Glimari says, at the beginning of Brachas, he quotes, so line 18, Chazal Amru, Kinar Hayatalu, i am David. There was a harp that was hanging above David and Malik's bed even sheygiya chatzos halayla. When chatzos halayla came, the the ruach The wind started blowing through the harp, started making noise, and that was David Melech's biblical alarm clock. David Melech woke up, and he learned from that moment, from chatzos all the way until dawn, until amud hashachar. And right after that, what does the Gemara say? Nichnu suetzlo chach me Yisrael va'amrulo. The chachamim came in and said, Adoni Amalech, amcha Yisrael tzrich and parnasa. They had financial questions. They had... Que- social questions. And the question that the dark demons are is, what's the connection between, the Gemara says, David al- stayed up all night learning and praising Hashem, and the, right away, you know, they came in to ask him their questions. They're very mundane, worldly questions. bilti muvan. mi David. What's the connection between what David did all night, and they're coming in with a question. It sounds like the Gemara juxtaposes these two ideas. The le- all-night learning and Coming to ask Tavadah Melech, a non-Torah question. Says the Gemara, that's the point. Even non-Torah questions, we have to make sure we have a Torah perspective and know if there is any halachic issues regarding uh, the issue. Again, various, various uh, views in terms of, of it's called Das Torah uh, but again there, there are different grades and ways to understand that concept but on a basic level at least one has to admit that I have to go to my rabbi to make sure to know if there are halachic issues in any area and I have to make sure that my actions are in consonance with how the Torah is interpreted by the Baalei Hamasorah and that's what he says is the message of that Gemara The Torah surrounds and is involved in all of our life, our, our uh, religious life, our social life, and our financial life. The first question, Shabbat Islam and Aleph, the first question is even before Kavati itim LaTorah, because there's no place less asar panui minei. As Chazal say, there is no place that is empty from what the Torah has to say about something. And the Ramban explains on the, on the Pasuk in Vaschanon, Vasisa Yeshev he quotes it, Ki Levad Mitzvot HaTorah, Lo Yechel HaTorah L'Adam, Kol pracha adam. It's impossible for the Torah to go through every single life's situation to tell us what to do. The Torah gives us 613 guidelines. And then we have to apply those guidelines to all situations in life. Bacheen Kaba, Sheeta Klaulis, the Klaw Kavua Bakhayim, the Yasisa, Hayashur Vahatov. Kal Mashu Tova Yashar, whatever's good, I say Mashu bilti Yashu built. And we have to we have to know what's Yasher what's tof so we have to ask. We have to ask those who have uh, been osake and have led the way <coughs> before us. Viach and now says the we understand the Gemara. It's because of David HaMelech and, and who he was and what he did. That's why they went to him and asked him all these questions. If you remember, a few weeks ago, this is exactly what Korach could not accept. Korach says, what do you mean? I know as much as Moshe Rabbeinu. The decisions, I can make the decisions. I, My brain works just as well as Moshe Rabbeinu. And if I say a room is full of Sifrei Torah, it doesn't need a mezuzah. And the blue, the Tchela Sitzes do not need one little string. So uh Korach did not believe in the principle that we learn out from Lo Yachel Dvaro Avalachir Machal So again, this is the message of the Klayakar expanded upon by the Darkimus. Okay. One other Ha'ara related to this pasik of Lo Yachel Dvaro, he is not allowed to desecrate and make Hulin his his words. There is an unbelievable story. Might have quoted this in the past, but it's uh, worthwhile to review again and again. The Gemara Khzubas uh, Tafayin Zion. Khzubas Zion Zayin. Ahmed Bays where the Gemara quotes a story of Erizhu ben Levi, and Arapasik comes up in the story. That's why we're doing this here. And there's a Derach Drush understanding of Arapasik. So, says the Gemara, Rabshaw Levi, <laughs> you have it there in Surah number 3, Rabshaw Levi, There was a certain type of individual in the days of the Gemara that had a certain type of contagious disease, the Bali Ratan, and there was a question about getting close to them and being near them in proximity, Rabshaw ben Levi didn't worry about it. He was osing Torah with them. Torah is going to protect me. Amar Ayelus Avim Biyelus Chayin Im Chayin Malal Omdeha Aguri Lomagna, It's surely going to protect me. Rabbi Shua Ben Levi, one of the greats, he learned Torah with these people. He was not worried. Ki Havi Shachiv. When it was time for Yeshua Ben Levi, right, one hundred and twenty Amrule Lamalachamaves Zil Avid Leiru From above in shamayim, they tell him maves You know, it's time. It's time for Abishouabin Levi. Azal Ishazilay. The Malachamavis goes and appears to Abishhua bin Levi. Appears Levi. Kind of saying, you know, it's time. Right? This is the type of level that we're talking about. Abshub bin Levi. The Malachamavis appears to him. Omelei. Says Rishua bin Levi to the Malachamavez. can you please show me my place? I want to know where I'm sitting in Ganadi. Can you please show me my spot? I don't want to be surprised. Please, while I'm so alive here, please. Take me to Ganeh then. Show me my spot. Malachamaves says, okay. Shubhan Levi, not too many people like him. So, fine. Come along. Malachamaves says, him, Shur Levi to the Malachamaves. Havli sakinoch. Can I please hold your knife? I'm a little nervous traveling with you and you have the knife there, right next to me. Can I please have your knife? Dilma Mavesli, Boorcha. I think you, I'm gonna get scared on the way. I'd rather you, Malachamaves, not have a knife. Do me a favor, okay. Yavin he gave it to him as we'll see later, or if not, you can do the Gemara yourself the Gemara later on in the same Amud. Another story took place uh, at a later date, and the Malach did not fall for this twice, okay. He gives him his knife, when they get there, dalye. the Malachamavis gives Rabbi Shuman Levi a boost so he could see over the wall into Ganedim where you have the chair marked, Rabbi Shuman Levi. Kamachvile, he's showing it to him. Shavar nafalahu gisa. Shimelevi said, have a great life. And he jumps over the wall and he starts running into Eden. Unbelievable. Nakte, what did he do? The Malachavav says, no you don't! And he grabbed the corner of the beget of and Levi and he's holding him. Shimelevi says, I swear, I am not coming back. I'm not coming back. Um, a baskel goes out. Because they had baskels in Ganadan also. Kadesh Baruch Hu says, check. Ashvu asa if he ever was shoel on his shvua, if he ever somehow wasn't able to keep his word, then let him also not keep his word here and get him out of Ganadan. Elo, if there was never a time that he had to violate his word and he was yasher his entire life, lo ne'edar, then there is nothing to do. Nothing to do. He kept his word in this, in this earth, so he's got to keep his word now. So they checked and he kept his word. There was never a time that he violated lo yachel says the malach okay, fine. Can I please at least have my knife? Can I have my knife back? I have other things to do. Lo ha He didn't want to give it. Sure, believe he didn't want to give the knife. Nafka basko vi amra. Interesting. The earlier line said, Akarish Baruchu said. Here it says a basko. first, there's a Tosas in of the Hecha that talks about a basko's lower level. Lower level Nevuah. Tosas Yantavin, Mesechas Yavamis, in the 16th Parak, says that a basko' is lower level than Ruach HaKodesh, lower level than Nevuah. It's the lowest level of a heavenly uh, communication. To this world, so Abascal goes out and says, ben Levi, please give him the knife. To miss the world needs it, right? Since Adam and Adam the world needs the malacham of us having a knife, so please give him the knife. Okay, so he gave him the knife, and the Gemara continues. Once we're here, we'll read the Gemara. Elio Anavi Kamei, Navi is walking him in and saying, make room for Bar Levoy, that's Ben Levi, Abishut Ben Levi, P'numakalim Bar Levoy, they find Abishut Ben Levi, who's sitting, and he says, you Bar Levoy, did you ever have a rainbow in your day? So Reb Ben Levi, never had a rainbow, but he didn't want to appear, but I am going like, hey, yeah, I saw a rainbow. Imkein says, Abishut Ben Levi, you must not be him then. Imkein, iata Bar Levoy. But he didn't want him to be machzik tovol Okay, there's another story afterwards. Either way, Lamaisa, this Gemara is about keeping one's word. Because he kept the word, he was paid back in Ganeden that he did not have to be machal his word there either. Says one of the rabbis. If you look in the source number four, Perini Torah, Al Jewish. What does our Pasik say? Lo yachel dvaro kechol mi piv yaaseh. How can you de- uh, understand that on a deeper level? The Pashas of the Gemara is a person is allowed to be mechalol his word. He has to keep everything he says out of his mouth. On a deeper level, one could say, lo yachel dvaro, if he is not mechalol his word, anyone who's not mechalol his word, whatever comes out of his mouth, yaaseh hiya kadosh will help to fulfill. lo yachel dvaro, the person whatever the person says Hashem will fulfill that's what Rabbi Mendel Mikasov says everything that he says we have to be so careful not only with what goes into our mouth but we have to have a super Mahajan Heksher on what goes out of our mouth as well. We can't rely on, on any type of hexer. If we're so careful about what goes in, we have to be even more careful on what goes out. He even quotes the story here about Abu Chatzever, the Papasali, that once went with his son-in-law, Rab David Yehudyef, 1926, they went to Ashdod and they visited a very old man there. And the Babasali told his son-in-law to go ask a bracha from the Zakein. And after they left, the Tzadik says to his son-in-law, Zakein Zeshin Charo, You know this, this uh, Zakein? He has teeth, hands, feet. For he's perfect. And he's 113 years old, said the Babasali to him. There in 19. 19- uh, 60, 19, Natasha Chabab, 1966. Lifnei Me'ah Shana, a hundred years ago, the Saba Kadisha, Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera, asked him to be Mashlim Minyan. He was number 10. And he came, and the Saba Kadisha gave him a bracha that he shall live to 120. He's on his way with 113. Kechol Hayotzei Mipiv Ya'aseh. If somebody in their life is lo yachel dvaro, then HaKadosh will take care of the rest Okay, so that is section one of our parsha, the section of Nedarim. The next section that we have right after the parsha of Nedarim is Hakadosh Baruch Hu is giving a tziyui to Moshe Rabbeinu, parak lamed aleph, to take care of Midyan once and for all. By the way, the next section that we have right after the parsha Go take Nekama from the Midianim and then you will be gathered unto your people. This will be your last act, Moshe. Right. Moshe, very next passage, Elam He gives the command, Eecho mitchem V'yom Nikmas Hashem Alright, gotta take Nekama. We've pointed out in the past the Kleiach are here and others. Hashem says Nikmas b'nei Yisrael. Moshe says Nikmas Hashem. They're each worried about each other's kavod. Okay, there's a Madrash. There's a medrash on this pasik that relates to what Rashi says. Rashi says, let's read the Rashi. First, pasach, even though he heard that his death was dependent upon it, right after he fulfills this command, he will die. He didn't stop. He didn't delay. That was Moshe Rabbeinu. Imagine, there are many times that we don't want to do something and we'll delay and we'll procrastinate there's nothing more than, than Moshe Rabbeinu's excuse. After this, it was going to be all over. <coughs> and yet, he turned around and did it for simple because that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted. There's another Medrash. The Medrash says in Dvarim rabba, quoted in his source number five, No maral Yehoshua, kasher ha'yisiye Moshe Yehimach. Pasuk said by Yehoshua, just like Hashem says to him, just like I was with Moshe, I'll be with you. What does that mean? What's the parallel? Sarich Yehoshua, l'ch'yosmeyav Asrim shanaka Moshe Rabbeinu. Yeshua was supposed to, in some, in some conceptual way, supposed to live parallel to Moshe. Moshe lived 120, Yeshua was supposed to live 122. Ah, he died 10 years earlier. We know Perech Avdalat and Yeshua, he died after 110. Says the Medrash, Hashem says <kind> Excuse- الأ- to Moshe, q- say, take Nakama ni- from the Midyanim, and right after that, he did not delay. is God. the very next Pasik. Yoshua, he came to fight with the 31 kings. Omar, he says to himself, I don't want to go so quickly. Because if I defeat the 31 kings immediately, that's it. I'm finished. So he delayed. He delayed the wars. He didn't finish all the wars. He left some people. Many years. You want to stretch out your life? You think by not fulfilling my word. That's going to be it. You're going to be able to outsmart me. I'll take away ten years from you. And the medrish Omer Darshani. Chas Shalom, We could say, take the Gemara, the medrash Kipshuto. That this is Yoshua Benun's attitude. He's trying to get around where Chacham Baruch says right after Midyan. You know he's going to be taken care of. Be taken care of in a in a way. Bring brought up to Shamayim. So he's not going to do it. This is Yeshua Benun. Yeshua Ben Nun, the greatest leader after Moshe Rabbeinu, the Moshe bin who said to him, "The Seftin, Meseches, and says he was probably the busiest Jew in the history of the plan, history of Jewish people. Right? He had to, he had to be the leader. He had to be the, the Gadol He had to be the Melech. He had to split up the properties. He had to fight the wars. I mean, who was busier than than Yeshua Ben Nun? He says this. The delay. Well, I'm going to delay it." Vinechalina lanu, Khalila, Lafarish measures at It's impossible because of avas atzmo. He delays and he was lazy. There's got to be something deeper, says the Leivel Yorav quoted here. So he says, what must be it? Ella Hainyan. Let me explain. This must be what the message is. Ki ra'ah Yehoshua viyada. What were Yehoshua's kavanas? He saw what happened after Moshe Rabbeinu died. He saw what the level of Chayeswal was when Moshe Rabbeinu was alive. The Kama Yardu and what happened after he died? Like the Medrash says, Simon Whenever he uses that lashon, the world went backwards. Moshe, what happened? No more Be'er, no more Ma, no more Adonai cover. nothing. Ruchnius, what happened? Yeshua saw this. The Gemara Timura says there were thousands. Seventeen hundred halachas that they forgot during the Avilus of Moshe Rabbeinu. Yeshua Rabbeinu sees this and says, "I don't want them to go through this again. I don't want them to lose a leader and go further back." The Yeshua, yek Mehem. If they used to have the sun, at least now they have the moon. Now, if they don't have the moon, it's going to be totally dark. That's why Yeshua didn't want to die so quickly, and therefore didn't fight the wars. It was all the Tovas Am Yisrael. That's what it says. At the end of Yeshua, it says, during while he was alive, they served him. And what happens afterwards? We know the beginning of Sefer Shoftim. We know that. So that was Yeshua's kavanah. Yeshua didn't want to finish it up so quickly because he knew what might and did happen after he died. That's why he delayed. But now, there's one question left. So why was he punished? So why was he punished? He had good kavanas. He was Lashem Shemayim. Yoshua. Says of Even so, even with the best kavanas, a person can't make cheshbonos when it comes to getting out of the tzibu'i Hashem. If a Kodesh Baruch Hu tells me to do something, I can have all the cheshbonos in the world. But it doesn't work. I have to... Face it and say, this is what I have to do. This is what I have to do. And even though it appears that there will be a (laughs) chil Hashem afterwards... You can't, right? This is like what the Gemara says in Masechah's Brachah's Davyud, where Chizkiyo Melach didn't want to have any more children because he saw that his Chan and his descendants would be Rishayim. What does Yeshayo tell him? Why are you getting involved in the hidden things of Hashem? What you are commanded to do, you have to do. You're Mitzuve. If you're Mitzuve, that's it. You can't make cheshbonos. You can't make cheshbonos, you just have to do it. You can have the most wonderful kavanus l'shem shemayim. But you can't make cheshbonos when it comes to trying to get out of the tzivui, the tzivui Hashem. Rav Cook says in one place, in terms, of, in terms of Aliyah, one of the nations that Klai had to conquer before they went into Eretz Israel was Cheshbon. Cheshbon, as it describes in, in Sefer Dvarab. It says Rav Cook, you got to conquer Cheshbonos to a certain degree in order to be able to move to the land of Israel. Not everything is going to be. We got to do it with a head on our shoulders. But not every T will be crossed and I will be dotted. We got to conquer This Is this what Akhar who wants? This is the tzibul Yashem. It comes to in many areas. That's what Cook said in terms of conquering Kheshbon in order to get to Eretz Yisrael. So that is the pshat of the Medrash. Yeshua's <laughs> kavana has to be explained. But on the other hand, we also have to explain why he was nanash. Okay. One more. For the first parsha, we have to give equal time for each of the parshios, so we will have, Bez Hashem, three thoughts on each parsha, plus one thought related to this time of year in Yanadiyoma. So let's go all the way to the end of Matos, something very exciting. Says the Pasik. We have the story, we're not going to focus on it this year, B'nai Gad or B'nai Ruvain. There's a Pasik all the way at the end of the parsha that seems very non exciting. But as we will see, the Ramban, and more importantly, the Maayan beis Shaweva Rav Shwab is going to give us such an unbelievable insight into human nature relating to this pasuk. What does the pesukim say at the end of of Amatos Maftir? The Bnei Machir Ben Menashe went to Gilad and they conquered Gilad Asherba, and they drove out the emor, Emori that were there. Moshez Ben Menashe. we know Reuven, God and half of Menashe was a neighbor, a Yardain. So Moshe gave Gila to Machir, when they lived there. The Ya'ir ben Menashe halach, Ya'ir, a son of Menashe, went, and he conquered the, the villages and the suburbs. And he called them the suburbs of Ya'ir, the Novach halach, Novach is another one in the Shevet. he went, he conquered Knoss and its Binoseha, and its suburban areas. Vayikra, la Novach b'shmo. And he called the cities Novach by his name. He called the cities Novach b'shmo. Okay. Good. If you, if you're, uh, two points. One is a uh, just to point out I'm not going to discuss it now. but I'm going to just point out the word law has a unique uh, trump on it. Unique ta'ameha right? If you look in the nitziv he discusses this uh, a little bit. But we're going to focus on the Rashi. The word in the plastic is Vayikwa La Novak Peshwa. He calls it, he called the city Novak Peshwa in his name. It says Rashi, La ain't no The word La should have a duggeish in the hay. It should be a mapeke, because he called it La, right? It's the possessive. It should have a mapeke, but it doesn't. Rashi points out. I saw in the safe of Rabbi Moshe Hadarshan, who Rashi quotes a number of times, I'm safer by midbar. You know why there's no dot in it? So if it could, out, as if, be read low, right? It doesn't. It's, not low. it's like low because these cities didn't last. They didn't last. It's soft. It's as if you could say it as low instead of law, right? The cities of no, the city of Novach called Novach did not last. And that's why you have that soft without the dagesh. That's what Rashi calls from Rabbi Moshe Darshid. And Rashi doesn't like this pshat. He does not offer another pshat. He just doesn't like this one. V'tamahani. My says, Rashi, what do you mean? There's two other places where also it should have a dagesh and it doesn't. V'tamahani. My Yidro. There are two others in Tanakh, that also should have a dogish, and it doesn't, and you don't have the reason there, Vayomer La Boaz, Boaz says Terus, they there also, law should have a Liv Livno's La bias. so they both also, and that reason wouldn't work. So Rashi says, I'm sorry, but I don't like the Pshat of a Rimosh Adarshan, Rashi does not offer another Pshat. Okay, that's Rashi. If you look at the Ramban, the Ramban here quotes Rashi, and Rashi had a problem with the Rimosh Adarshan, the Ramban has a problem with Rashi, and he says after he quotes Rashi, harav, source number seven. Now on the third line, Harav balum. Rashi is a filled treasure chest. The Ramban says Rashi is unbelievable. Rashi knows everything. Yes. So says the Ramban. I don't know why he didn't quote the Medrash. There's a Mfurish Medrash that says exactly what Rabbi Moshe Adarshan says. So I don't know why Rashi was bothered. It's a Medrash. The Medrash says in Rus. The Medrash Rus. The Medrash, rus, the medrash puts together these Pesukim. Medrash Rus. Am I not going to even be like one of the Shvachos All my law says Boaz, Tarus, Chas v'Shalom, Ain at min ha'imahos, Ella min ha'imahos. You're not from the Amahos, but from the Imahos. That's what he says to her, right? Imahos. V'Dichvase, he puts it together. V'Novach Halach, vaYukkadus Kunas v'igul the Novach Peshamo. And also this Novach, Melamech Lo Amala The measure says that these names didn't last. V'Dichvase in the third one, vaYomer nos law bias. Unbelievable, the Medrash. Rashi knew all of them, obviously, without the Medrash. But the Medrash puts all these three together and gives an explanation why each of them didn't last. Arkan Says the Ramban, I don't know why Rashi didn't quote the Medrash. The Medrash supports uh, Rabbi Moshe Hadarsh. Okay, one Ha'ara that I once I heard, uh, possibly, is that, and one has to do the research for this, that we know the Medrash Rabbah, we have Medrash Rabbah on the Hamish Yichum Torah and on the five Megillus. Not all of them appeared at the same time. It right? was a cumulative over time in the times of the, of the uh, when the Medrash was put out uh, and later the Medrashim were put together and compiled. It could very well be that Rashi did not have the Medrash on Hamish Megillus, on Rus. Because And Rashi might not have even had all the Medrashim on Torah. Rashi only quotes Medrash Rabbah in bracious and Vayikra. In Shmos, he quotes Gemaras and Sota and he quotes the Tanchuma. But he does not quote Medrash Rabbah in Shmos, Bamidbar, or Dvarim. Or, and he might not ever quote a Medrash on the Chamesh Megillus Rabbah. So that could be a simple answer for the Ramban. You're right, Rashi, knew everything, but this wasn't out in his time. he can't something that didn't exist yet. Okay, part one. Part two, though. Let's get to Rav Schwab. This is a Schwab to take home. As Schwab, why didn't Novach cities last? Right, the Medr says the Ramban defends why didn't Novach cities last? And just to contrast it to the previous Pasik, Chavo's Ya'ir, they lasted. Why did Yaer cities last and Novach cities didn't last? Right, that's what he says on line eight. during the shoftim They all lasted. What, what did Yaer do? Oh, was and why was Yarizokhe? And Novach was it? Vinere Sezershwab Al When a person has property, when a person has an asset, does the asset belong to him or we shall say it, does he belong to the asset? Is the asset who he is? Does he identify with that gosh-me item? If somebody has a car, is he the car? Is that car part of who he is? It's a fancy car, and I got it, and I love it, and I identify myself with that car. I am a blank owner. One can fill in the blank. This is who I am. That's part and parcel of who I am. Is that how we look at any asset that we have? or no. I have the assets, they're functional, I use them for a certain purpose, I own them but they're not me. They're not me. As we know just tells us, right? No no asset is mine. Nothing in the physical realm should be part of me, should identify with me. I have them but they're not me. They're not him. They're not part of its Atzmius. Says for Schwab. look at the Pasik What did Yair call his His suburbs? These are the suburbs of Yair, they're not Yair Yair is Yair And these properties, these cities, are Chavos Yair. They're the suburbs. They're around Yair. They aren't Yair. They're the Chavos Yair. But what did Novach do? He conquered the cities, and he called the cities with his name. Those cities were Novach. Novach identified with those cities. They were part of him. He called them by his name. They didn't last. Because the Gashmias and the assets. They have to be owned by me, but they can't own me. They can't be who I am. They can't, can't identify with them. They're his. They're his. They are me. This is not a shkafas torah therefore it does not have an existence, it does not have a kiyam. says Rav Schwab, we obviously know when it comes to Ruchnius, it's just the opposite. When it comes to Ruchnius, we have to identify totally with the mitzvah, with the maizah that I'm doing. Says Rav Schwab, Lu'umazer, mashenechal lesim in ginae novach salnovach, ve'en lokium, hare matzinu hahefech, ba maizaha She Shed dafkeim is dahadimimim a mitzvah. Dafke, if somebody identifies with the mitzvah, yesh lokium olami, he has, that has an eternal existence. For example, says Roshwab, hine, bechal mitzvahs as seishish become a chefsah de mitzvah. If there's any action of a mitzvah that has a chefsah, shofr, tvil and okay, a person can't be a shofar. A person can't be twillin'. Okay. But the Maisa Ha mitzvah, I could totally I am a Shomeya called Shofer. I am a Lome Torah. I am a, that defines who I am. I am an Osachesed. I'm not just Misha Asachesed. When it comes to the Maisa Mitzvah, that has to, that needs to define who we are. It's not a Kenyan chutz Gufi. It is me. Whenever we do it, by the says a he quotes, that people stand in front of a Sefer Torah, but they don't stand in front of a Gadver Right? It's kind of right to talk about that a Tamil Chacham is defined, he's a living, safe Torah. Or he quotes by davening. We are davening defines us. Next page. We are daveners. Right? What is David Melech saying to His old, his essence, is Torah, is mitzvah. So we got to be like Novach in Ruchnius. We got to be like Yair in Gashmius. That's what we need to do. Next column. The Azdahus, HaKidolah, Mitzvah, Nimzah, Yitzah, Amosah, Nafshol, Kedush Hashem, We're totally connected to HaKadosh Baruch and ish MS. We have to be connected to Kodesh Somebody who Shomer Shabbos. It applies all over. This is our shwab to take into our lives, to take every day of our lives, our shwab that we could use in our lives and to teach others and the attitude that we have to have. Okay. That's Pasha's Matos. Now we get into the three thoughts for Pasha's Mase. First thought, first Pasik. Elam Masay B'nai Yisrael. These are the travels that B'nai Yisrael did. They went out of Egypt according to their Sva'os as they were Marching beyond Moshe Viaron. Moshe as Motso Moshe wrote the places they went out and came to the Eila Moshe Okay, the double Lashon, the opposite Lashon. That's also a Kleiakha we've discussed. We're going to focus on the first Pasik for a moment. The Malbim's question. Eila Moshe B'nei Yisrael. These are the travels of B'nei Yisrael. Asher Yatom Yarathbish that they went out. Asks the Malbim. Usually, when you go on a trip, the focus is where you're going. Not where you're coming from. Usually, right, when you're when you're on the when you're driving and you're on the airplane, you're not thinking about your house. You're thinking about the hotel where you're going. You're thinking about the trip. So what does this mean? These are, these are the travels of B'nai Yisrael that they went out of Egypt. No, the pasuk should say Elu Yisrael Asher Holchu Israel, Yisrael Eretz Canaan. Why does the pasuk emphasize Itziyas that's where they came from. The project should emphasize where they're going to. Ask the Malbim. Look at the second half of the album first. In source number ten, the Halo line thirteen. Havel mar elu masse bnei yisrael asher nasu yisrael tomar tamid el masse elav lomimase imenu rak Right, so says the. Stop there for a minute. Says the Malbim. Why here? Is it miyuchas? are the travels connected to Eretz Mitzrayim. Says the Malbim, what is the definition of Yitzhia's Mitzrayim? When did B'nai Yisrael leave Mitzrayim and how long did it take? So on the surface, you will say Yitzhia's Mitzrayim was a moment, a second, maybe a year, or the Makas, or the Makas and uh, the Makas B'choros. however you want to define it, that's the focus, says the Malbim now. Yitzhia's Mitzrayim took 40 years. That's Yitzhia's Mitzrayim. Physical leaving Egypt, that took a moment. But we were Shakuah in the Hashkafas of Egypt. We were Shakuah in the values of Egypt. And we weren't ready to go into Eretz Canaan yet. Now back to the beginning. What do we see time and time again? In Sefer Shmos, in Sefer Bamidbar. They kept saying, oh, we want to go back. Oh, we want to, we want to go back? Could you want to go back? The answer is, because they still had certain feelings. They weren't totally out. You could take the Jew out of Mitzrayim. You can't take Mitzrayim out of the Jew so quickly. Therefore, the Alkeni, Niyam, Bamidbar, Midbar, Baruch after the Meraglim, it's not only, one can suggest according to the Malbim, wasn't just an Onesh. You don't want it? Okay. But it's that Hashem realized that they weren't ready for it. They couldn't appreciate it. <laughs> Hashem says you need to do this. <laughs> Finally, after forty years, now. <laughs> what does that mean? It took forty years for them to get to this recognition. Like a doctor, like some, a doctor gives advice to someone who's moving to a different climate, says the Malbim, somebody who lives near the equator and it's hot and it's, you have a certain type of climate and he's moving up north. He's moving to the colder areas. The doctor says what he has to do. The rofi says if you go straight there, you're not going to make it. It's too, too extreme. You're going to die. You have to go little by little. This is what you have to do, right? Even now, somebody moves, you know, to uh, to a place with a higher altitude. I don't know to move from some low place to Denver. Any listeners in Denver, right? So then that's right, mile high. Right, you have to, you have to know, learn how to breathe slowly, right? If somebody goes on, to, on, anywhere, right, with a different climate, it takes time. So just like in the physical realm, says the Maobim, so too in the spiritual realm, right? You have to go step by step, and that's why the Pusuk says, these Masos warash Yatsumear, it's Mitzrayim. You see, didn't stop. You see, Mitzrayim is a continuous process for 40 years until they finally left Mitzrayim. Only once they left Mitzrayim, then they immediately went into Eretz Yisrael. That's what the Malbim says. They wouldn't be able to go in because these Masos were more focused on the Yitzias Mitzrayim than they were focused on the going into Eretz Yisrael. Very nice Malbim. We continue after the Masos are all listed and we get into Perek Dalid, then you have the borders of Eretz Yisrael listed, and then we have a couple of mitzvahs towards the end of the Sefer. Perek Lamed He, Pasig, Yud, Aleph, we have the Halachas of the Ari Levim, and the Ari Miklat. The Ari Miklat, the Perek He says, the last Perek in the Sefer, tell Ben Yisrael when you go into Eretz Canaan, the Krisam Lachem Arim Arim Miklatian Lachem set up cities of refuge, the Nashama Rotseach, Maken Efesh Bishkagah, and any Rotseach, any murderer by accident could run there if he kills b if he kills Bahilachem Arimikla, me go well, okay. We have the forty eight cities of the Levium, we have the six uh Ari Miklat designated. Good. There is one detail that we would like to talk about tonight. And that is a detail of Allah. The Gemara says in Mazakas Makas. I didn't give it to you, because the Rambam quotes the Halacha. The Rambam is verse number 11. It's a Gemara in Makkas on Dafyud, that if a Talmud kills by accident, the Halacha is his Rebbe has to go to the ear miklot with him. And that's what the Gemara says, it's better to watch out who your Talmudim are. All right, to, if the Rebbe's gonna, give you, gonna go to the ear miklot with him. Talmud shagalari, miklot maglin rabo imo, says the Rambam. That's the Gemara. Vachayachicha imach. Gemara says, yeah, the Rebbe goes through. But the Rambam adds a line. The Rambam adds a crucial line. And this is the Rambam. The Rambam didn't have to say this. The Rambam is telling you the halacha. The Rambam feels the need. Very unusual for the Rambam to do this. But he feels the need to explain this halacha. Doesn't leave it for the achronim and the nosei kelim. The Rambam says, if a Talmud kills, the Rebbe has to go to the ermiklach. What's the pasuk the Gemara quotes? He shall live with you. The Talmud that killed by accident, we have a chiev to make him live. We're not allowed to let him die. All right, so why does the Rebbe have to go? Here's the Rambam. The life of someone who's involved in Torah, who's involved in Chachma, who searches, who yearns for it. If they don't have learning, they're dead. It's not life. If somebody breathes and lives Torah, if they can't have Torah, right? if they're not learning, if somebody is so used to learning, and learning is part of who they are. If somebody does dafyomi, they have one day without the daf. It's not the same day. If somebody learn, it goes to a shir in the morning at night. If somebody has a chavruta, if they don't have that one day, they didn't live that day. Kamisa chasuvin. If somebody doesn't have the Torah with them, that's the message. The message of sending a Rebbe along with his Talmud. Because Talmud Shagala Maglin Rabo Imo because of the Rambam. Because, for Baalei Chachmu without Torah, Kamisa Chashuvin. Who took this line and put it together with a couple of Gemaras of Chayashvalevitz? Chayashvalevitz in the Sichas Muster in Source Number 12. is on page Kuf Ayin of the, uh, of the New Ones. He quotes two amazing Gemaras. Many know, but not everybody sees in light of each other. There's one Gemara in Messiah's Baum Metziah, on We know the Gemara of Yochanan makes, makes Reish Lakish from, and he takes him out of the water, and he's Bakarivim, and Reish Lakish marries Reish Lakish's sister, and they're in the base Madrash, and at one point Reish Lakish makes an, a comment, a little tug comment about Reish Lakish's knowledge of weapons. And Reish Lakish gets depressed. And he thinks that his life isn't worth anything. And he gets sick. And Rabbi Yochanan davens. And ultimately, the tragic end is that Rish Lakish dies. And Rabbi Yochanan can't bear... Can't bear life without his, his Talmud, without his Chavrusa Reish Lakish, and he starts walking around town. Where are you, Bar Lakisha? Bar I miss you, I miss you. And the Gemara says he lost his mind. Shavdaite, and the Chachamim Davins, that something should happen, and Rabbi Yochanan also passed on. He couldn't live without Rabbi Yochanan, without Reish Lakish, his Chavrusa. And yet, the Gemarim brachas dafeim many are familiar with. Rabbi Yochanan used to walk around with a little bone, a little, maybe a tooth, maybe a bone, different pshatim, of, the, of what it is. Either way, it was something from the tenth son that he had lost. He lost ten sons, Rabbi Yochanan. And he used to walk around with this part of bone, tooth, in order to be menachim, to help others get through difficult times. Says Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan was able to deal with losing ten children but he was not able to deal with losing his chavrusa, losing his life of Torah. That's the Rambam. Chaye bali chachmo m'vaksheh below Talmud Torah. Kemisa chashuvin. It's Kemisa. They're not alive. That's Talmud Shagala maglin Rabo imo. That's the message of this detail of Ir Miklai. And if we don't feel that way, we have to make ourselves feel that way. We should feel not Alive as much when we don't, when we aren't involved in Talmud Torah, than when we are. We have to make ourselves and condition ourselves to be those types of people. One more thought on the parashah, and then we'll get to the uh, thought of Inyana Dioma. Pazik says, a couple of sukkim later, as we know, there is an Isr de to accept kofar. From a nefesh rotzei hachashahu rashalamus. Kimos yamus. Where does to be bribed and accept money instead of putting a person to death? Or instead of putting a person, sending a person to Galus? Two separate daraisa Counted separately, excuse me, in the Seferah Mitzvahs. So, ask Rav Sternbach, what's the havamina? A person's chayiv misa. He's chayiv misa, and the Torah has to go out of its way to give an isuridaraisa. Don't take money. Don't be paid off in order not to kill him. What's the Havamina? Why would I have thought otherwise? Says Rav Sternbach, the message is not for us. Not for the Bezdin, because obviously the Bezdin knows and they're not going to accept bribes. The message is for the person involved himself. A person should never think that there is a way to, so to speak, bribe a Kharishbaraku. If there's a wrong done, I don't have to focus about wiping away the wrong. I can just do something else. And that will make God overlook the wrong. Says Rav Sternbach, no. If there's something wrong done, I have to do tshuva and work on that wrong. And if the tshuva is that a person has to be chayav misa, so be it. You can't bribe a Baruch you can't wrong remove the wrong without removing the wrong itself. The Lishana no source number 11. One mitzvah doesn't extinguish an avera. No, no kofair. You did something we did something, we have to face up to the facts, we have to do tshuva. The Marsha writes in Subis, a couple hundred years ago, he says, this is what sometimes people try to do, they get their money in illegal ways, and then they give it to the shuls, says the Marsha. He says, you don't get a greater mitzvah hababa there than that. He says, "He's He Hazer. Says the Marsha hundreds of years ago. Oh. They steal it. They give their money to give themselves a COVID. Okay, we've quoted this Marsha in the past a number of times, but this is worthwhile here as well. Says the Marsha and is biting. Caustic words. We have to make sure that if we ever do something wrong, we have to right the wrong, and not just to try to get a different right, and in that way, try to get out of it and cover it up. So, our words for Masse, the Malbim, you'll see as took 40 years, Rav Chaim Shmalevitz, life without Torah is not life, and Rav Sternbach, we have to make sure that every stain is cleaned, and we just don't try to make a different part of the tablecloth a little cleaner. Let's end with a an amazing thought from Rav Asher Weiss. Rav Asher Weiss says in the Minchas Asher, Pasik tells us in Zechariah, Source Fifteen. So Ma'ariv, Vitzomah Chamishi, Tzomah Shviv, Vitzomah Asiri," the four fast days connected to the Churban Beis Hamikdash. 4th, 5th, 7th, and 10th month. Yehiyu, those days will be. As we know, we daven that the four fast days will be turned into Chagim at the holidays. And the Pasuk ends off. Truth and peace will come to love each other or you will come to love truth and peace. Answer Usher Wise, what is the connection between the first half of the Pasuk and the second half of the Pasuk? The four fast days turning into holidays. And Emes and Shalom, what's the connection? Okay, we're not going to read the, say, everything inside. But Rav Weiss says, he thinks the pshat is as follows. As we know, the Chorben Bayis Yisri happened. The Gemara tells us in Mesechah's Yuma, Chorben Bayis Yisri shon happens for, there's one Gemara that says the big three Averis. But there's another Gemara. The Gemara in Mesechah's Nedarman Tav says says, Alma'av Daha'aretz. Famous Gemara, Da'var Zeh Initial Chachamim, L'Neviim, nobody can figure out until Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Al Azvames Torahsi Shelo Berchu Bat Torah Tchila." People didn't make Berchas HaTorah. That was first base Hamigdash. What does that mean? They didn't say Berchas HaTorah. So that Ron, they quotes Rabbi Ne'iona. Of course, they learned. They wore Mevadal Torah, but Torah was not Chashuv Be'enehem. Shelo Eisat Torah Chashuv Be'enehem, Lo Asku Bal They learned it. But they didn't realize the chashivas of the Torah. They didn't realize it was kihi yamechem. They didn't realize. He quotes Argamara, Gemara, Talmud Shagola Rabbo, Raboemo, and the Rambam's Loshon that he quotes Talmud, life of the Chachamim and the Mavakshim of Torah. It's like Misa. They didn't realize that. That's why Beit Hamikdash Rishon was destroyed, and the Balshemtov says he quotes every morning. There's no other mitzvah like it. We make a bracha on learning Torah, and then we have a tefillah Revna." We never say Vaharevna by any other mitzvah. We shake a lula, sha Hashem, make it sweet to me. By every other mitzvah, we don't ask a tefillah, Vaharevna, make this mitzvah, Saveda sweet to me. Only by Talmud Torah, Vaharevna. Why? Because that's part of the mitzvah. It has to be arev to us. We have to love it. It has to be sweet to us. And what does the pasik, the bracha say? Beautiful. Vaharevna, and then all of a sudden we talk about our kids. But he announced it. He said, "Says he said, 'Kolani oday shemecha.' Says Rav Asher, 'Why? Because in the name of the Baal Because if you want your kids to get it, it's got to be sweet to us. If it's a burden to us, if it's not sweet, we do it as a, as an o." It's not going to pass on to the children. If it's v'ha'arevna, then v'ni kulanu yodei shemecha Only if they see the Matika Torah and how we love it and we're besimcha and we treat it like it's an azinu, it's a shira, it's a song, it's a, it's a melody that we love to sing in that way. In that way, we could get back to Beis HaMikdash. So that's one. Beis HaMikdash Risham was The Torah wasn't Chashuv. The way to get it back is to realize the MS, that Torah has to be sweet to us. Second, Beis HaMikdash, as we know, the Gemara tells us, in Yuma Sin The Yushalmi explains they love money, they hated each other, but the way to do Tshuva for that is Shalom, is Achdus, is connecting, like the, the Mishnah says at the end of Shas, there's nothing greater than Shalom. Rashi quotes in Bechul Kosai, Asati Shalom Ba'aretz. Right, you might think you have food, you have drink, im ain Shalom ain Klum. Without Shalom, without peace amongst Jews, right? there's nothing. The Ramam says at the end of El Chanukah, Ner baso, beats ne'er Chanukah, Why? Because of Shalom bias. Says Rav Asher Weiss. The first half of the Pasik talks about the four fast days. They're going to turn into Yamim Tov the Beis HaMigdash. When is that going to happen? Second half of the Passock. When we start loving. MS. That's Beis HaMidash Rishon. That's the Arevus and the Metikus of the Torah. When we realize the MS and Shalom, when we have Achtus amongst Chal He wrote Son, that we Internalize this message, and we so so much need all Jews to to feel and to recognize the mitikas Torah and the sweetness of living a life of Torah. And maybe even more so, we need shalom amongst Klal Yisrael. So much fighting, so much inimachlokes. We have to, please, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, give us all the siyata d'shmaia to be able to have shalom amongst us, uh, respect each other, live with each other, and all serve You. Ka'am echad, ki